ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way how to make a podcast. And it's free. There's a Christian tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast, which is great, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to the best music podcast ever? ever. Available on six platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with James Cox and Blake Mosley. Everybody, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. This is James Cox. I am a professional handicapped, and yes, I do uh, know that my voice sounds like Skeeter from the Muppets. <laughs> yes, you like that one, don't you? That's good. <laughs> All right. That's On the other end of this podcast, you will uh, uh, see that I have Bros Lee, which is the uh, loudest person in the room when he's playing the drums. He's also yeah. the internet. The podcast internet sensation. <laughs> really? Am I? Yes, you are. Well, you're 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 your wife's internet sensation. You could be a personal <laughs> sensation to her. You know. So I mean, come on now. You know. <laughs> well, what you, is going on, everyone? Uh, yeah. What's going on, man? I tell you what. Uh, this uh, flu thing has gotten outrageous, hasn't it? It's uh, it is so out of hand. And I, I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know where I stand with everything, as to my thoughts on. Maybe it's blown out of proportion. Maybe you know it, it's it, Brian brought it up. Yeah, uh, my brother-in-law brought it up before. Um, he was like, "It's one of two things, man. It's either, it's either so before all this went down when yeah. we did our episode on not religious. Uh, we did a." conspiracy theory episode on the coronavirus Mm -hmm. um one thing that he mentioned was it's either nothing and it's just being blown out of proportion by the media and by just the general public Mm -hmm. or this thing is really really serious and they're not like the government is not making it out to be what it really is so now that the world has been shut down, I guess it was more on the side of serious, <laughs> serious. Yeah. But, you know, I still think to a degree, there's some things that have just been blown way out of proportion with it. Um, well, see, but I hey, think better be safe than sorry. Yeah, well, I think it's both because any virus you have is a chrono is, is, is a form of a chrono a coronavirus. Right. Um, but I think this one is much serious because they don't have a, a, a cure for it yet. 
No, not yet. But you know. I've been reading we'll it online, done. but I don't know what to believe online because you can't. You know, uh, um, I heard reports saying that China has fixed everything and they're getting they're ready to uh, release the cure for it. Yeah. They're gonna t- test it on animals first before they release it to the public. Right. One thing is, you know, uh, many more people died and they don't know what to, it's like. Which one to believe? You know. So yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know who to believe now. You know. That's, and uh, I, that, I didn't know what to look up. Or um, I, I haven't had time to look it up, but I saw something. There's a there's a conspiracy theory uh, Instagram page that I follow, mm-hmm. and they posted an update about like the last confirmed case of the coronavirus right. has been taken care of in Wuhan, where this all originated. Right. Yeah, that's what uh, I heard. Wuhan, too. China. Yeah. And so I don't know. You know, you can't just go off of one post that you saw on right. Exactly. Uh, a, 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 a social media page without the proper credentials, but I was like, "Well, if that's the case, that's good. That means that you know they're they've got at least something figured out, and then figure right. out how to get the rest of it settled. And until then, stay inside, wash, wash your hands, wash your hands. That's all you gotta watch, do. Watch movies that are. Here's what I think. I think everyone should go watch movies like Quarantine, uh, Contagion, Outbreak." Just to get watch something that okay, is so okay. extreme. It's a great thing. It, it's a great thing that you mentioned that that movie Quarantine because I find it very suspicious that they released that movie exactly when the virus came out. Yeah, and no one knew it's, about that movie. You know, no one. Yeah, I didn't know. It, you probably didn't know either, did you? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you see, like it's I always make you know I'm always like yeah watch movies like that because that is to the extreme. Right. You right. know, and uh, watch those and know that it's not that bad. <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad. But everybody mixes it to me. And I don't understand yeah. why people are, are inviting, like, over 10 people at, at, at their house, like parties. Yeah. I have yeah. a plethora of Facebook, for, um, I mean, Snapchat friends, and I see them every day. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, say, like, go <laughs> home, people. You know, shit, this is not... Yeah. Not, yeah, take the proper precautions, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of places that are doing it right. And I think, you know, some places are, are doing it wrong. Um, you know, churches have done, have done the right thing with going to, you know, streaming their uh, streaming their services. Uh, you know, where I go to church at, what we've decided to do yeah. is um, pre-record the worship and right. the video for the worship. Um, so I'll be doing that later this week. And then... Uh, they will live stream. We have three services, and we'll live stream. Uh, the pastor will speak. Will speak for the right. live stream, and they're just using the same worship uh, video that they recorded for each service. Right. And uh, yesterday at home, uh, me and Allie watched the live stream, and, and it blends really well, and it, it turned out really good. Um, oh, nice. So you know, just just do what you can for the time being until this whole thing like blows over. And yeah. you know, it's it is better to be safe than sorry, even if you're like me where you're kind of on the fence as to whether or not you believe that all this is just taken, you know, everything is, is just blown way out and it's not as bad as it seems, but Hey, I get it, man. Everyone, no one wants to be responsible if they said, ah, screw it. We'll continue to have concerts. We'll continue to do whatever. And then there was a massive outbreak or something, you know, like no one wants to be that, that person. So Totally um, um, did you hear about the, uh, about the uh, spring breakers that winter spring yeah. break? Um, yeah, man, I've I, seen some videos. 
I read that uh, that five of them have 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 had the virus now, but I'm not sure if that's true. So don't you know? Yeah. Don't quote me on that. But if it is, yeah. then I mean, technically it's their fault because they didn't. Oh yeah, decide, you, you know. know so I've seen videos of, from Florida. Oh where, yeah, uh, yeah. People are still crowded at the beach because all the kids are out of school. Right. Everyone's on spring break anyway. Right. Yeah. And so they all went to the beach, and it's like, uh, that's not really what they were recommending. So. No. Well, the thing is, school's gonna be out for a while. <laughs> so uh, I get, yeah. you know, it bring, yeah, yeah. So it's it's cold out here, and you know, um, a lot of my my two jobs shut down, so I got to file for unemployment. I worked at yeah. David Buster's, and I worked at a thrift store. And those things are closed down. And the only thing you can do right now is like literally go out and go get food and order order anything, and they'll bring it to you. You can't go in. Yeah. You can't go in anywhere. You know. That's what we've been doing, and yeah. we're you know we're we're in a very fortunate spot with this whole thing. Um, and, and I feel very blessed to be in the spot that I'm in because my job is staying open. Yeah, good. Uh, um, and we're not planning on closing. Um, and thankfully. I've managed to bring in enough work to kind of keep things going right? until hopefully all this kind of blows over. Yeah. Um, and Allie works for a, a company that she's able to work from home. Nice. Yeah. So that's what everybody, yeah. you know, yep. Yep. we're, we're, we're very thankful to have the income still coming in. Um, especially, you know, we just bought a house. So that kind of freaked me out for a minute. I was like, crap, dude, what are we going to do? You know, if we shut down everywhere, yeah, and, how are we going to make payments on the house? To pay, right, you know, but yeah. we're in it. We're in it. We're a very fortunate spot with all that, and I'm very thankful. So, all right, that's yeah, good. Man. That's good. So, uh, you ready to talk about some fun stuff? Yeah, fun yes, stuff. We get our mind off all of the virus, so we'll help people relax a bit and see. You know, so yeah, uh, music. So this is a podcast about music. So we this time we want to talk about collaborations. Yeah. Now, what is a collab- what is a collaboration? Uh, a collaboration is a, a group of people or just in, in individuals that team up together. It can be rap and rock, like like um, like Aerosmith and Run DMC, which is great, yeah. by the way. Or it can be country for country and um, you know uh, rock or something. You know, yeah. it, it it can be any other. A genre uh, combined for one song. So these are the songs that I found online. Um, these are very, very good songs. Um, some people might think that they're crap because they've been overplayed. But that's fine. <laughs> but they all hit number one except for one song. And we will go cover that one song when we are there. Yeah. So uh, first thing is Little Not X. Featuring Billy Cyrus on Old Town Road. Oh, we all know it. We all know. Horses in the back. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> right? I don't know if yep. my horse is in the back, but hey, man, that's a great song. Uh, this song blew up tremendously. Um, yeah. And Little Dots next, and Billy Ray Cyrus is perfect. Um, before this song came out, I have not heard from Billy Ray Cyrus in ages. I know, he kind of fell uh, off the uh, map there. Yeah, uh, the last song I heard him sing was uh, Achy Break Heart, for real. Yeah. I mean, that was way back in the 90s, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, that, yeah, that song hit number one, which is a great song. It's, 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 uh, it's, uh, clever, you know, and, and it's, and, and, and the music yeah. blends in real well with the, with the lyrics. Yeah. So, yeah. You want to do the next one? Yeah, I'll do the next one. Um, so, uh, next one we're going to talk about is uh, Beyonce and Jay Z. 
Jay Z, uh, yep. Crazy in Love. Everyone, yeah, man, everyone remembers that. Uh, it came out in 2003. This song also hit number one. Um, it's still played at a lot of uh, football games, I've noticed. Okay. Um, I guess with the horn section. Right. Very yeah. memorable horn section from the, uh, the opening of that song. So I guess a lot of marching bands right. kind of uh, took hold of that and made kind of it kind of made a comeback thanks to college football like yeah. everyone remembers it man and, uh, i think it's got man, a really solid beat mm-hmm. I, I love the song i think it's great man i think college football is like the best the better uh football Ooh. than the professional because everybody definitely yeah so um yeah um beyonce and jay-z are, are married for people who don't know which yeah. they should you know uh but their and voices they're in the illuminati huh? i'm just kidding i don't i don't know that for sure what's that <laughs> And they're in the Illuminati. Illuminati. Illuminati exists. I don't know. Maybe you can... <laughs> I haven't done a whole lot of research on that. No, I'm I don't. plan to one day. See, I don't think that exists, to be honest that. with you, but I don't know yeah. anything's possible. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, but uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z's voices just blend so well together. You know, they're yeah. really, really well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so. And uh, Jay-Z is the first uh, black billionaire. Which is yeah. kind of hard to believe because I thought there was some other, you know, billionaires that were black also. But I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah it's first I'll, one. I guess it's the musical side of it, you know. Right. So, okay. So, uh, I like women and this is not a, you know, th- this is a song called Lady Marmalade. It was, mm-hmm. um, I forgot who did it first. Uh, maybe you can help me out. Um, I cannot remember who did it first. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I remember it was... From there was either late 60s, early 70s, somewhere yeah. around that time period. Right. So. Um, this is a Lady Marmalade with Christina Aguilera, Little Kim, Mai, and Pink. All yeah. great singers. All great singers. Oh, yeah. Fantastic um, singers. This was a really uh, raunchy video, if you saw it. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was good for me because I was, you know, like a, like a 21, you know, year old guy. And, you know, I mean... Ladies are, you know, doing yeah. stuff, so you know that's kind of good. But um, yeah, uh, Christina Aguilera is is one of the pinnacles in in the music industry with her voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing with Little Kim and, and Pink. But mm-hmm. Maya just came out and well, Maya was um, part of the uh, uh, she did the song with Praz. Yeah. On uh, the Bull War soundtrack, um, mm-hmm. Ghetto Superstar. Yeah, and I just fell in love with her voice. She's great. Um, I haven't heard much from her, you know, since then. But uh, you know, she's yeah. in the, she's in books as a great singer too. And Ghetto so. Superstar. I don't know if you knew this or not, but it seemed kind of appropriate to throw this in here. But Ghetto Superstar was a um, kind of like a rewrite of the Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers yes. song uh, "Islands in the Stream." Right. Um, same tune, just rewritten in the words R.I.P. Kenny. Yes, very much so. Um, who yeah. just passed away. Uh, was 80, it yesterday? Yeah, uh, the day or before. The day before. 81. Yeah. 81 um, years so old. He died of natural causes, not the, not the virus, y'all. Not so, the coronavirus. You know, no, no, so everybody can calm down, you know. Right. So, yeah. So. Um, and, and I found, I did some research just now whenever you were talking about it, but mm-hmm. the original song uh, was was performed by a group called LaBelle. Yes. Which features Patty LaBelle. Patty and, uh, yes. two other ladies. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there you go. Thank you. Because that would have bothered me forever and a day. Yeah. You know? 
All right. That's right. Uh, Katy Perry and Kanye West, BT. Oh, man, the song is awesome. Yes, 2001. Yeah. Uh, I am a big believer in Kanye West and saying that anything that he does is like common, like gold automatically. Yeah, he's, um, he's a great artist, man. Yeah, he's kind of weird, though, you know, but that, but that was strange. Yeah, but that was what makes them great artists, you know? I mean, yeah. Uh, so, um, Katy Perry is also a great, great singer, too. Um, and she's also weird. And, uh, and perfect collaboration voice, you know, Hunter and Hunter, you know, I mean, you know, yeah. you can't get any more weirder than that. But, yeah. Uh, both great singers uh, came out in 2001, the big hit. It's like, hit song hit number one again. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, really, really well, uh, collaboration, collaborated song. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said before, anything Kanye West does, great, you know, I mean, yeah. um, the be- the best album I thought was, um, his, uh, his, uh, Pablo record. Yeah. That is just pure, pure fire right there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. All right. How about the next one? Yeah. Um, next one is Jennifer Lopez featuring Ja Rule. Uh, the song's called I'm Real from 2001, which was also a number one hit. Um, I remember being, uh, I was in third grade in 2001. I remember riding around in the car with my mom in this song. I could not escape. It no. followed me everywhere. <laughs> but it's a great it's song. Great man, yeah. let me tell you, man, that was like one of my jams back then. Um, and it blends so well together because of Jennifer Lopez's voice, which Ja Rule's raspy voice. Yeah. Took it to the whole extreme, you know, whole yeah. other level, you know. And I can see why it uh, hit number one, too. I mean, you know. Yeah. So, so Jennifer Lopez is still going strong. Yes. you all saw in the Super Bowl. I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't really like that Super Bowl uh, halftime show. Do you like it? No. Well, well, I like Shakira's, but not Jennifer Lopez's, you know. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say about that. Um, I think we did a we did an episode on the Super Bowl halftime show on yeah. Not Religious uh, whenever Super Bowl happened a few months ago. But I, 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 while I may not be a big fan of either one of them in the sense of their music, uh, I think it did a lot for uh, women in general. Yes, uh, for that halftime show, uh, especially like empowerment of of women, I think it was great, man. They they got up there, and you know Jennifer Lopez is in her fifties now, I believe. Right, and uh, she's still like moving like she's twenty years old. You know, right. Shakira's getting up in age as well, and you but, know both of them just kind of blew everybody out of the water. Yeah, but they uh, still look great. So they still look great. You know. Yep. Um, I'm impressed, you know. So yep. many, many women can't uh, um, look that good in their fifties, you know. But right, you know. Then again, you know, times are different now. So right. a, lot, a lot of women are looking better old age than than they did young, you know, young years. That's right. So okay, so the next one is I know you heard this one, Beckett. Well, oh. I don't know. I don't know if you heard this one because you know. Oh, I know. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. It's Puff Daddy featuring Maze. Can't yes. nobody hold me down. Yeah, man. 97. Man, let me tell you. This song was every. If you thought that I'm Real was, was everywhere. No, 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 no. You got it. As soon as Puff Daddy blew up, he exploded on the scene. Uh, there wasn't a show, movie, or radio station that did not play this song. Yeah, man. 
man. No. So what I love about this song too is it samples a Led Zeppelin song. Yes. Um, which is awesome to begin with. And uh, what I really liked about this era of rap music in general, um, the uh, it was during the time when I think Biggie Smalls was still alive at this point. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah I think this so was around the time that Tupac and Biggie were killed. Um, this was, and it made for great music. Like I love Tupac. I love Biggie. I love old Puff Daddy songs. Uh, oh, I do too. That's great. Great stuff. Maze was great. And then, you know, after, after Biggie died, they collaborated again. Um, and, uh, and did a song in honor of Biggie Smalls. Um, and it sampled, <laughs> Puff Daddy was known for his sampled man. But, right. Yeah. I uh, think he sampled, sampled the police, police and it yeah. was just great, man. It's, uh, I'll be missing you, right? It's, yeah, it's, I'll be missing you. And that's a great, great, um, uh, song for, you know, for them to, um, tribute, um, yeah. Biggie Smalls and, uh, yeah. So that's great too. Um, uh, I don't know where Mace went. But that seems to be his his most song that he's noted for. His, uh, oh yeah, I think can't nobody after, hold me down. After after that, he didn't really didn't really do much. I'm sure he's probably still making music to some degree, or right. maybe you know maybe he's producing or something. I'm not I'm not 100 percent positive about that. But. Well, see, I'm surprised that he didn't do more because when you're with Puff Daddy, man, you got it made in the shade. You're and, unstoppable. You know, you're, yeah. you're yeah, you're one of the boys, you know. That's right. So I don't know if he just. Um, like the limelight or something or too much stuff was going on i don't know you know i don't know right but, uh, but that's a great song so yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. right all right you want me to take the next one sure uh next one we got up fun featuring janelle monet yeah uh, we are young you home. this song put fun on the map <laughs> yeah. um, Every and party. Janelle Monet, um you know they they both in this collaboration this was I think this was a, their breakout hit um, now obviously Janelle did not go on to do to be as successful as Fun but Fun just had a string of hits that came after this but this was the one that really set them on the map uh, back in 2012 right um, and uh, just the what I loved about this song and you didn't hear this very often uh especially during this time, there was actual live instruments um, for the recording in a pop song that took over. You know, a lot of, during this time, it was a lot of club hits and they all sounded the same, you know, same, you know, that type of, <laughs> that type of club beat that just took over and it was all electronic. And when I first heard this on the radio with the drums coming in, I was like, these are live drums. This right. is an actual piano. These are actual guitars but they're samplings of electronic music and i think that's cool but just the sheer fact that the verse starts off in one tempo and kind of carries in a little bit faster and then by the time the course comes in it's broken down and the time signature changes i was like no one does this in pop music anymore everything is so cookie cutter and everyone is just regurgitating the same thing over and over and over again it's refreshing to have this band come in it is um and switch it up a little bit this song is amazing yeah. I still love this song. Still right. listen to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 it seemed to be like um, more and more 
music now sounds like the other kind of the other um, music way back in the day, and and it's yeah. the, it, yeah, just like you said, it's it's so refreshing to hear something different, you know, completely different, yeah. you know, out of left field. Yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna throw on a song that that is not on their list, I don't think. Um, so it's gonna be um, it's a, a trifecta of heaven, I guess you would say. It's um, yeah. This is gonna be Rihanna and Paul McCartney and Kanye West, and the song is four or five seconds. I forgot about that song. Yeah, I did too. I did. This is man, Kanye West, man, killing it, right? And yeah. how can there be a song with Paul McCartney not hit number one? Yeah. Um, that is okay. So you have Paul McCartney and Kanye West, and you throw in Rihanna. That's just, yeah. you know, that's just a, uh, uh, you know, like I said, a, like a trifecta of, of like heaven, you know, it's, um, yeah, three great voices, okay. one great song. The only problem I have with that song, though, is I don't know what is doing in the background. Is it a little kid or something? Man, no tell. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, if, if they, if they threw out that, that little, you know, sound effect or whatever, whatever that was. Uh, yes. That would be like my like 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 my number three um, uh, collaboration song ever. Yeah, you know. But I don't I don't know what that. There's something about it that that, that rubs me the really wrong way. You know. I don't know. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. So next one is uh, Paul McCartney again and Stevie yeah. Wonder. That's a yeah. 1982. I was two years old. 1982. <laughs> Nice. And I had no idea who Paul McCartney or Stevie Wonder was. Right. But I'm glad I do now, right? Uh, the song is called Ebony and Ivory. Yeah, this is a great one, man. I love this song. I yeah. sing it almost every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what to say about this song. It, 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 it's just, you know, it's great. You need to, you need to um, listen to it, you know. Um, yeah. Stevie Wonder, and, you know. And it did a lot for, you know... It, Unfortunately, at this time, things were, you know, th- and things were changing during this time. But, uh, you know, racial tension was still at an all time high, yes. you know, even way back when. Yes. And so to have uh, a white artist and a black artist come together and make this song talking about unity is uh, is pretty special. So mm-hmm. especially for 1982. And everybody uh, loves Paul McCartney and Steve Wonder. Everyone, so I guess everyone loves both of them. Yeah. You know, and. Yeah. Uh, and they, they both, it, it, both of these guys are pioneers um, for music in general. Right. Um, Paul McCartney being in the Beatles, and then Stevie Wonder just being Stevie Wonder. Right. You know that they, they yeah. have created so so many classic songs, and uh, so to have them collaborate, pretty mm-hmm. special. And I think it did a lot for bringing a lot of people together. Yeah. Um, at a time when it desperately needed it. And I and I strongly believe that if this song was made by anyone else, then they would have went the complete opposite route. Um, sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, like you said before, Paul McCartney and Steve, everybody loves them. You know. Just yeah. imagine what that what song would have done if if yeah. it was done by two separate people that nobody liked. You know. Yeah. So yeah, That's I mean, right. I mean, it's always fun to think about that, but you know, it's just you know thinking it's not actually you know. So right. Yeah. Um, how about, the ne- how about the next one? Oh man, the song is so awesome. So next we got Eminem featuring Rihanna. I love the way you lie uh, back in 2010. 
10 years ago. 10 years, I cannot believe the song mm-hmm. is this old now. Um, but such a great song. Uh, Eminem, I've always admired Eminem for the way he paints a picture with his music. And right. uh, he's very detailed and, and really creates a story with a lot of stuff. As, we, as we've talked about before, um, with all of his albums and taking on pers- a different persona. and uh, But this song... Uh, came out in a time where I don't think he was doing this as much, but it didn't stop him from still painting a, a really good picture about a very toxic relationship. <laughs> right. But uh, it's a, it's such a great song. Rihanna's incredible on it. Um, her chorus is so catchy. Um, and it led to a cover um, by a Skylit Drive that is just so insanely good. Please go listen to that. Um, listen to both of these songs, but um, yeah, it, it's it's this one's this one's amazing. Um, if you just give me a minute, I can. Um, there's a thing that I have on here. Um, I don't know Apple Music. Um, it's by a, a woman. Hold on, the, the well, while you're looking that up, I can talk about another Eminem collaboration. Okay. Um, that. Uh, I absolutely love, and if you, I forgot, I'll look it up real quick. Um, but do you remember when Drake, Eminem, Lil Wayne, and Kanye West did a song together? Drake, Lil um, Wayne, Kanye West, and Eminem. No, sorry, yeah, I don't recall it. it. It's called uh, Forever. The song is so good. It's having all these guys who are incredible at what they do. Um, you know, the big wigs, especially for hip hop at that time, um, on a song together. It's just so good. And then to make things even better, um, Travis Barker did a remix to the song. So now it's Drake, Kanye West, Lil Wayne. Eminem and Travis Barker all on the same song and it's just Travis Barker really rocked it up you know he had he went in and re-recorded you know he added the drums to it but you know he brought in electric guitar and just um, changed the tempo on some stuff and just uh, that song is so good I forgot about that song I heard it the other day uh, and could not stop listening to it I, I just played it over and over and over again it's just such a such a great song right um, I can't find it. I can't find the uh, song that I that I want to to hear. But uh, yeah, but it's it's a sample of um, "Love the Way You Lie," um, but she has the same chorus with different lyrics. So oh, okay, that's and, cool. Uh, and on the next podcast, I, I I will tell you all about it, so you can listen to it. It's really really great. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next song is going to be Rihanna again, and fe- featuring Jay Z. Um, yeah, umbrella. Oh man! Oh my God, this is so great. Uh, it came out in 2007 and an awesome hit from the movie. Yeah. I remember where I was when I heard this song. I was. I remember being at a gas station in Georgia on the way home from a trip to Universal Studios I took with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and we had all stopped at a gas station with his parents, uh, and. I remember walking into the gas station and hearing the song and I thought it was super catchy. I really liked it. Rihanna was still like just coming out at that point. Right. Um, she hadn't blown up to what she is now, but mm-hmm. I think the song really helped with that. 
Um, and then to have Jay-Z on it just made it even better. And I was like, this song is really, really good. Then I heard it about 500 million times. Right. Yeah, like, it, was er- it was everywhere, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, yeah, just like uh, just like um, Puff Daddy, uh, Jay-Z is like one of those people. And man, you, you, you roll with him. Man, your career right. will, will skyrocket to the, to the stars. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just like you said, this song was everywhere. I couldn't um, go anywhere without hearing it. It's yeah. catchy. Catchy as hell. Yeah. Um, that, but, but see, that's what makes a good song so good. It's because it's, it's um, uh, the chorus is so fantastic. I don't know, I, you know what, to, what to actually say about it, you know? Yeah. So. Super solid beat in that song, too. Yeah. I mean, everything's great with the, uh, you know, with the musical um, effects in it, and and, yeah. and Rihanna's voice is, is amazing on this level, you know. And then you yeah. have Daisy backing her, so yeah, so it's really, really great. Uh, Iggy Azalea featuring Charlie XCX. This song is so awesome. I love Fancy, John. Yeah, uh, 2014 is when it came out. Um, yeah. just like. The previous song we talked about, Umbrella, you couldn't go anywhere without, you know, that hardness. Um, I've never heard of Charlie XCX. That's a hard thing to say. XCX. So, I don't think so. we had a whole lot of hits at that point. Um, I think this song probably put her on the map because Iggy Azalea had been around for a little bit. Right. Uh, right. And I remember I was working at the paint store at the time when this came out. Right. Um, and... My uh, a guy that I work with, buddy of mine, he he really liked Iggy Azalea, and yeah, I remember everybody did her music before this song came out, so I was familiar with her. Right. Uh, this song really put her on the map, though. Really put um, Charlie XCX on the map. Uh, I think she might have had one more song that came out after this, and then mm-hmm. after that, I never heard from her again. No, no. Um, but man, just like the. The uh, the hook in this song is just so freaking good, man. Yeah. Everything about it, and the lyrically, I think Iggy Azalea is a genius. Yeah, um, and uh, everything about this song is just great. Uh, there's been a time where Iggy uh, fell off the map a little bit, um, but yeah, but she's coming back. You know, um, she's had some great great songs that are really like when she came back. Yeah, so hopefully she can come back full force. You know, so it's a great right. song. Um, Elvis Presley with the Jordanaires. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always thought that the Jordanaires was his backing vocals, but it's a completely different different group. Okay, um, that's, that's why it's on on here. Um, okay, or oh, I may be wrong. I don't know. My mom can tell me all about the Jordanaires with Elvis. Man, my mom loves Elvis Presley. Man, yeah. Um, so um, the song is called "It's Now or Never," and it was in 1960. And it yeah. So, um, yeah. Elvis Presley, they're the king of rock and roll. King, baby. King, the king. <laughs> and yeah, well, it's it's funny because uh, Elvis Presley was the king of rock and roll. Uh, Michael Jackson was a prince of pop, right? Right. No, the king of pop. King of pop. And then, yeah, and then, uh, Michael Jackson married Elvis Presley's daughter. I right. forgot what her name is. Um. Started with the P. Uh, Lisa Marie. Lisa yeah, Marie yeah, 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 perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's not any. Um, I think that 
Elvis Presley's all, all of his songs hit number one just about, you know. Right. There's not many that did. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's Elvis Presley. That, 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 that's all I can say, you know. Yeah, man, so good. Yeah. Okay, uh, Diana Ross and, and Lionel Richie, Endless Love, 1981. Woo! Um, I heard this song way back when, not in 1981, I was one year old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but I've heard the song, but the, mo- but the but the most recent one that I've heard of this song um, was was in the movie called Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um, it's the one where they where they were in the hockey rink. You know, you uh-huh. remember that scene? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So that's the that's the that's the. Uh, I think that song really really um, sparked interest more from that movie. You know. Yeah. So. And Lionel Richie's great singer too. Yeah. Um, I think that on a past uh, award show, Diana Ross and Lionel Richie sing that song, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But that's so that's such a good song too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely, I love Lionel Richie. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, the Commodores. Right. Uh, my dad was a big fan of the Commodores, yeah. so uh, yeah, pretty pretty interesting. Um match up there but I, I love it I think it's great right right hey um I'll let me ask you a question yeah ask ask um what? your wife is not a gold digger right no not at all no, not by any means so you're you're saved right I'm saved okay so, <laughs> yeah like you right <laughs> <laughs> okay man. so in 2005 man this song spoke to men like you wouldn't believe dude this yeah. song is Kanye West and featuring Jamie Foxx gold yeah. digger yeah, so um, I think yeah, with this, a sample of a Ray Charles song. Yeah. Um, which is, it was during the time when Jamie Foxx starred in the movie Ray, where he played Ray Charles. Yeah. Um, and then they had this sample um, in Gold Digger, but everyone knows this one, man. Uh, I remember when this one came out. I remember where I was when, I, when this song, when I first heard this song. Really? Um, Where? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was with my friend uh, Brian Castillo, um, and uh, he was a buddy of mine from like you know in middle school. Uh, still keep up with him from time to time. But uh, his mom was a big Kanye West fan, right? And uh, I remember riding around in the car with them, and uh, she had just gotten this album and was playing it, and I loved it. And I I remember hearing it before the song was on the radio. So just listening to that CD, and I was like, man, this song's pretty good. Then it was on the radio, then it blew up, then um, everyone knew it, and everyone was singing it, and I kind of felt like I like one of those guys, like those hip- hipster guys. And I was like, I knew about this song before everyone else did, so. <laughs> so good, man. Right, right. Um, okay, so the next album, I, I, the next no, song, excuse me, song, is um called uh this is the only song on the on the list that we have that did not hit number one as far as I know. Yeah. Um this song is called um A Different World by Korn featuring Corey Yeah, talk about new metal uh the new metal backed up of the century. Right. Um, and, 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 and this song, you can find it on Corn that one, The Serenity of Suffering. Yeah. And 
to kind of touch on this, we just talked about the the whole new metal thing, corn, corn, and then Corey Taylor from Slipknot. You know, they were the uh, the the pine, not the pie, yeah, I guess you would say the yeah. pioneer yeah, of the new metal. Yeah. Well, corn was. Know, I don't know about Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot came a little bit after Corn, but you know, still was very prominent in the new metal genre. Oh, yeah, definitely. I have definitely. a collaboration for you that sparked that entire new metal move. Okay. Um. So, do you remember the song "Bring the Noise" by Anthrax? And Bring Public the noise. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I do. man. Wonderful, wonderful. It, did, it didn't hit number one. It only hit like number fifty-six on the the rock charts. But um, yeah, Anthrax. So you have like one of the leaders of the, I mean, they're one of the, what do they call them? The, the thrash, thrash, thrash metal. metal bands. Yeah. Yeah. For the four, what do they call them? It's Slayer, Anthrax, Metallica, and Megadeth. They have a name for them. Oh, um, uh, it's a, it's a big four. Yeah. Yeah. So you have one of the guys that's one of the, uh, one of the pioneers of thrash metal, uh, Anthrax and, uh, teaming up with, the pioneers of gangster rap, you know, public enemy was such a big deal back then, you know, and every, and if you're not familiar with who public enemy is, if you know who flavor Flav is flavor Flav was in public enemy, um, him and Chuck D man, they were, they were incredible. So you have the, for the, the first time in history, which I, I think run DMC and Aerosmith had already collaborated at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of, kind of started the collaboration with mixing rock and hip hop. Right. What public enemy and anthrax did combining was they set off this new metal movement that would carry on for the rest of the decade. Um, and then carry over for at least half a decade into the early two thousands right. with mashing up metal and rap. It's just incredible. Bring noise is such a great song and it never been done before. I love. It. Well, okay. So for people who don't who don't know what who Flavor Flav was, um, go back in your um, uh, TV archive and yeah. look up the Flavor of Love. That man, that dude's man. Crazy. I love that show. Yeah, he's the guy that wears a big old so clock. Funny. For people who don't know who he is, um, yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah. Yep. See, Flavor Flav. Start saying it, Flavor Flav. Yeah, man. Yep. And me and my friends still say that to this day, Flavor Flav. Yep. You know, whenever, whenever <laughs> one of us diss each other, we go, "Oh, Flavor Flav." You know, that's yep. that's what we do, man. You can't, you know, you can't yeah. just get that. So, um, uh, side note, I found the um found the um "Love the Way You Lie" uh other song that I've been meaning to um share with you. It's called uh, "Love the Way You Lie." Part two, th- part three, the demo version. It's by Skylar Gray. So okay, cool. check check that that man that that is fantastic. You'll really really dig it. Cool. So yeah. Okay, so uh, next on your list is Robin Thicke featuring Ti and Daryl. For real? Yeah. Daryl? I don't know. For I I, for I think it's yep, for, yes. for real. Okay. Blurred Lines, 2013. Um, yeah. The most I can remember this song is is that um, award show Robin Thicke did with um, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Miley Cyrus, yeah. Man, he came in and the Beetlejuice that way. Did, did you see I that? Know. Man, yeah, I love that. Was, that was when Miley Cyrus went down like tremendously because she was, I don't know, grinding on him and sticking at her tongue and yeah. just horrific. But I remember that. with that said, 
That's another catchy song. You know, they got in some trouble for that song. They did, um, yeah. With some legal trouble with Marvin Gaye's uh, family. Right. Um, and I forgot the name of the song. I don't think it was a Marvin Gaye song that was very popular. Um, however, it's if you compare the two, I mean, it's the same song. Yeah. They straight up right. ripped it off of, it's not a sample, they straight up ripped it off right, of fable? that Marvin Gaye song. So his family was pretty upset about that whole thing. And mm. uh, I think they sued the crap out of Robin Thicke and all them for uh, for doing that. I don't know what came about of that. But yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that in the news and then like listening to the comparisons of the two songs. And uh, yeah, it's, it's basically the same song, man. So what? Uh, what's uh, do you know what the what what the difference is between a sample and a actual? I mean, like what are the what are the blurred lines? Wink, wink. Yeah, I did that to be funny. <laughs> I see what you did there, son. <laughs> right? Now. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So what are the blur, blur lines between a sample and the actual? You know. So, what I would what I the best way I can think to describe it a sample is actually taking a clip of the song like Kanye West does. Right. Um, taking a clip of the song and just maybe looping it right. and okay. writing a song based oh. on that loop. Okay. Um, what, where you get into some trouble is when you re when you do a new song and maybe you have like a new band that will just use the same bass lines, uh, use the same percussion, uh, beats that because that's kind of what happened the bass lines are the same in both of those songs the percussion is the same with the bells and the the little wood blocks that they use um without it being an actual sample if they would have just sampled the song i don't think it would have been a big deal but you have to get permission um from the original artist marvin Gaye obviously is dead so they would need to consult his family um and have their permission, and then they would receive royalty checks, you know, which they didn't, whatever they did, did they? which and it didn't happen that way. Okay, so I think that's where they got in some trouble mm. with that. So you have to be real careful when you're doing these songs and you sample something. Uh, you you have to go to the family or the artists themselves and get permission to use it, or else you can find yourself in a lawsuit. Right, totally. So, yeah. Okay, so the next song, I don't know if you want to do this, but I but I want to do this because, you know, th- this is a, a very um, sad song, but it's very, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. It's, it's very a, good, though. Oh, yeah, it's Wes Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth. Puth? Yeah. Okay. It's called See You Again. Um, yep. It came out in 2015 it's after Paul Walker died. He was a yep. famous, 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 famous uh, movie star. Um, uh, known for um, Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, um, I watch. I watch them all. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the next one whenever it comes out. Um, yeah, you know whenever this virus stuff is over. Um, yeah. but that's yeah. They pushed it back, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They pushed all all, all movies back. You know, because no one can go to the, to the theaters yet. Right. Uh, but see you again. It's a very um slow sad song because it's it was based on you know um uh vin diesel's love for paul walker they have had that really 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 well um that's right relationship so um it's it's very sad but it's a very good song and i you know i totally understand why it reached hit number one yeah um 
So it's very I mean, catchy. I mean, you can't really say much than that. Oh yeah, it's it's extremely catchy, you know. It's been and, used at a lot of funerals and things like that, and you know, yeah. uh, commemorative videos on right. artists that may have passed, stuff like that. It's uh, it's perfect for that. Right. It's a great and, song. And I say, and 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 the thing with music, man, is it's a uh, if there's a, an occasion for every song that there is. Yeah. Um, and I think you hit it on the nail when uh, when this song plays it on you know funerals and gatherings that are not very happy happy time. Yeah, but it's a very comforting song. Right, but see, um, after you really? hear that song, you you immediately get happy because you know that they're that they're in a better place. Sure. So yeah, that's always a good a good feeling after you hear that song. So, yeah. Yeah. You want to do next? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll take the next one. Okay. Um, Santana featuring Rob Thomas, uh, Smooth, came out in 99, I cannot believe it's that old, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, everyone knows Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20, um, I think this was, when this came out, he was still in Matchbox 20, like the, he hadn't done his solo stuff yet, but this okay. must have led to him doing his solo stuff, because this song blew up, Right. Um, and it's still very, very catchy, and also there's a great cover of this song by escape the fate um, okay. that you should go check out. It's wonderful, but yeah. Um, great song. Uh, very, uh, I love, I love Santana because it's, it's a good blend of like, um, like Latino music blended with rock. Cause he's an incredible guitarist. Uh, and, uh, I think it kind of, this song says a lot for, does a lot for like, opening up people to Hispanic culture. Um, right. You know, I think it, it, when it blew up, there was shortly after that, there was all these songs like Jennifer Lopez um, was popular during this time. Enrique Iglesias was popular during this, during this time. And uh, Mark Anthony and a few different ones that, you know, really came out and blew up. And it was around this time. I don't know if it had anything to do with that, but uh, I remember the, the late nineties, early two thousands, uh, Hispanic culture and Latino music was just everywhere, right? Um, and I thought it was great. It was wonderful. Yeah, and and Santana's like one of the best guitarists in history. You know, absolutely, so very very good. Yeah, good guitarist. Okay, so we got one more song for you, and it's going to be B.O.B. featuring Eminem and Haley Williams. It's Woo! Airplanes, man. Yeah, this song man. hit it to the top. You know, yes, ended on a high note. Um, yeah. Haley Williams is from. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. My mind went yeah. there for me. And you got Eminem and Bill. I never heard of B.O.B. until this this one came out. Yeah, man. He, he had some cool stuff. Uh, I, I listened to a little bit of B.O.B. before this song. Okay. Came out. Uh, and uh, he's an incredible hip hop artist. Okay, and, so uh, he's a rap. He, he's a rapper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a rapper, and he had um, you know, when he, I think he was, he he was kind of um. Uh, the guys, uh, Lupe Fiasco uh, and him were kind of similar. Um, I think they were very involved with skate culture. Okay. Um, so uh, doing a collaboration with a rock artist was pretty incredible. Um, and uh, so B.O.B. teaming up with Paramore, which, you know, in 2010, Paramore was everywhere. Yeah. Um, Misery Business was still a huge song, even though they were working on the next album after that. But um, Paramore was still an incredible band did a lot for the scene. So to see Haley Williams teaming up with a hip hop artist and then bringing in Eminem, who is one of the most incredible rappers of all time. Um, this song just was 
perfect. Everything about it. I still love this song. Yeah, I I mean I still listen to it when I go to gym. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, it really helps me, you know, listen better and everything. Sure. It's it's a fantastic song. Um, it makes you happy, you know, because healing yeah. women's voices is so amazing. Right. Oh my god, you know. Um. So, um, I got one more thing for you. This is not this is not anything to do with collaborations. This is something to do with our last podcast. Yeah. Um, it's cover songs. Um, I texted uh, you, and you said, "Oh my god, this has got to be this is go- yeah. this is so good." Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have found a grill that that most people do not know. Um, if you yeah. listen to the band Judas Priest, uh, you go on YouTube and type in "Johnny Be Good Judas Priest." Yeah. You will not be disappointed. It's the cover song. Um, from um, it's Chuck Berry song, yeah, Chuck Berry. and it was um, um, made famous on Back to the Future one. I think. Yeah. But uh, imagine that song metalized, you know, <laughs> by one of the greatest right. fans in history, Judas Priest. Right. You will not be disappointed ever. Um, it's amazing, man. A, a lot of heavy metal people don't like it because I mean, you know, it's I mean, if if you're a Hardcore Judas Priest, you're like, what is this? You know, I don't yeah. like it. But, you know, once open again... Open up your mind. Right. Once again, you got to open up your mind, you know, think outside the box, you know. Uh-huh. So, that is all for this episode of When Words Fail, Music Speaks. And you can always um, text us on Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash WWFMS podcast. Or email us to be on the show at When Words Fail at gmail.com. There you go. So, yeah. So, um, stay tuned for next week. Um, next week, we're going to cover on a totally different um, subject again, like we always do. And we hope you enjoy this uh, podcast and just stick around for more. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you all. Bye. Later, guys. You've been listening to the When Words Fail, Music Speaks podcast. Stay tuned for more, and thank you for listening.